Please note that you will need pen and paper if you want to maximize on the benefits of this episode. Note-taking is highly encouraged because this, it's going to be good. That all too familiar sound of the annoying iPhone wake up jingle. Shout out to all my Android users as well. Now, is it just me, or is that quote unquote jingle even more annoying on one particular morning of the week? And can you guess which morning that is? That's right, the ever dreadful, never welcomed, always avoided, and rarely embraced Monday morning. I bet my bottom dollar that most of you can agree that the idea of having to face yet another week of having to interact with coworkers, supervisors, and perhaps even insubordinate staff may not be the highlight of your life. And with that comes my disclaimer. I am not speaking to those of you who are entrepreneurs, who work from home, or to anyone out there who has already retired from their career, or to anyone listening who is absolutely head over heels in love with their coworkers, clients, and supervisors. I am speaking to the rest of you. Based on statistics, social data research, my own experience, and common sense, my guess is that most of us probably drag our feet a bit slower on Monday morning. Nothing like the reality check of the 9 to 5 life to wake us all up from the pleasures and joy of a weekend filled with activities that were purposely pre-planned by you. As the CEO of your best weekend life, you get to interact with your favorite people, dressed in your preferred clothing attire, and at your secret location or perhaps social venue of choice. In the weekend world, you can feel free to be your true self without the pressures of having to play the role of a more professional focused and serious version of you. But in today's candy coffee combo, I'm going to challenge myself and all of you to reframe our thinking regarding Monday morning. The goal here is that we start to look at this first day of the work week, for most of us anyway, as an opportunity to reset. My hope is that as a collective, we can all start to raise the energy in our lives surrounding the time frame from Sunday evening at about 7 p.m. all the way through your Monday lunch break. It will definitely require a commitment on your part and a promise on mine. I'll do even better than that. I guarantee that if you start making a conscious choice 
To enjoy those 17 hours or so, you can have a more enjoyable and productive experience the rest of the week. If you can stay optimistic until Monday afternoon, you can positively reshape your outlook for the rest of the week. This is Candy Hernandez and welcome to the Monday Morning Makeover. Each morning, we are born again. What we do today is what matters most. Buddha. Tip one, get out of your own way and plan ahead. Simply put, go to bed early and shower the night before if you're not the wake up early type. Other time savers include setting aside your work outfit and doing any steaming or ironing before going to bed, as well as packing your work bag and lunch ahead of time. Taking care of all these items also opens up space for you to have additional grooming time. By taking extra steps to put yourself together, you will not only look good, but you will also feel good. Another idea is to take a quick minute to look at the weather forecast. Knowing what the skies will look like during your morning commute can change what time you decide to head out the door. Perhaps you will need to have your umbrella, rain jacket, or snow boots ready by the door. If you're someone who takes mass transit to get to work, perhaps you should be leaving earlier than usual if you notice constant train delays or heavy traffic causing you to be late for work. And if you're running late, ask yourself this. Is there something that can wait this morning? For example, can you quickly close your office door or head to the ladies' room and do your makeup after clocking in and making eye contact at 9 a.m. with your boss? And perhaps that favorite cup of coffee can wait until 9.30 a.m. after you've answered a few priority emails. Tip two, lower the Sunday volume. In my younger years, my Sundays used to be very social. I mean, it might as well have been Saturday all over again. But before I knew it, the sun started to set and everyone started focusing on the quickest and least expensive way to get home because we all had our real lives waiting for us in about 10 hours. The whole weekend vibe would quickly be overpowered by a sense of mass urgency to head home and pretend that the last several hours of laughs, pictures of sangria, and group photos had never happened. Over time, it became too much of a shock to switch from bubbling social light to anxious young professional remembering that she had her priorities straight since the college years had long been over. Fast forward to today. This is what an average very low-key and very non-Instagrammable Sunday looks like for me. I'd like to sleep in since it's my last chance to do so for several days. Then I wake up, make my bed, brush my teeth, wash my face, and make breakfast. After washing my breakfast dishes, I get some laundry and cleaning done. I spend the later afternoon going to the supermarket and buying some groceries for the week. Once that's done, it's about 6 p.m., at that time, I usually cook a little something or order takeout, and then I like to catch up on all my favorite shows. 
Hey, did you hear that the hills are back on MTV? I digress. My point is that for me, Sundays are sort of a sacred day when I get to clean and organize my space as well as calm my mind before getting back out there and facing the busy world of work once again. Don't get me wrong, every now and then like any good millennial, I will make my brunch plans with friends or meet up to celebrate a special birthday. But in these cases, I say my goodbyes around 6 p.m. on Sunday and make sure that I'm home by around 7 p.m. so that I can start to unwind and get ready for the weekend to end on a very relaxing note. Tip three, here's some advice that may not be as obvious, but is very powerful in keeping me motivated throughout the work week. Make your weekend plans on Monday. I've noticed time and time again that when an old friend or cousin who I haven't heard from in a while contacts me and we make plans to meet up for a Friday evening happy hour or a Saturday night movie, whatever the occasion, it brings joy to my heart and keeps me excited and productive throughout the week. Let's say you're someone who is currently online dating. Go ahead and make plans with some of those potential love interests who you're ready to meet in person. Safely, of course. The point is that the promises of new adventures to come next weekend can help to serve as this sort of light at the end of the tunnel. And you don't have to wait for that person you miss to reach out to you. You can be the one who takes the initiative of reaching out to your favorite cousin or that childhood BFF for a meetup. Tip four, have a consistent week resetting routine. Now it's hard to advise everyone listening on what his or her Sunday night slash Monday morning routine should look like since we're all so different. But one thing we all have in common is that we are all creatures of habit. And by creating regular practices to finish out your weekend and start your new week, it will help to ground you and refocus on the priorities that lie ahead for you the next several days. Allow me to share some suggestions that you may wanna consider incorporating into your new routine if you're not already doing so. Some of these ideas will resonate with you more than others. So I invite you to keep what works for you and leave the rest. After the Sunday sunset, lower the lights in your home. Turn on some candles and play some relaxing music while you fold that laundry you may have done earlier or while mopping your floor, organizing your work bag, or perhaps setting aside your wardrobe for the week. Planning ahead can be relaxing and calming. If you don't already own a planner, I highly recommend that you get one. Sunday nights are a great time to review and update your to-do list and remind yourself of important items that you need to get done. This can also serve as the perfect opportunity to do some journaling. Get up an hour early on Monday and do some yoga. 
Science has proven that stretching helps not only the body, but also the mind. It reduces levels of anxiety and overall stress. By getting up early on Monday, you also can meditate or you can pray if you give yourself enough time. Instead of hitting the snooze button, rise from your bed when you're supposed to. This will give you time to make your bed. Nothing feels worse to me than coming home to a messy bed because I was rushing out the door earlier that day. Try to get in the habit of making yourself a nice breakfast at home. It will save you money as opposed to always buying your breakfast. And it's an act of self-love that's actually healthier in the long run. Five, shield yourself from negative commentary from your coworkers. So now that you've decided to be a more positive person on Mondays who embraces all the new possibilities that lie ahead for you, you will need to create boundaries against all those people you encounter at work who are less than excited to be at the office. This may mean closing your door until 12 noon while everyone else is adjusting to the first couple of hours in their work week. If you don't have your own office, this is a good time to perhaps keep busy and focus with headphones on if you're able to do so, or find an empty conference room you can work in. Ideally, you wanna stay away from the Debbie Downers who find comfort in reminding anyone who will listen that there is no worse place in the world to spend 35 to 40 hours a week than where you all happen to work. Remaining positive during these first few hours of your Monday morning is key to smooth sailing thereafter. For more tips on setting boundaries, check out my episode number four. My last bit of advice for today is be grateful. I know all too well that we sometimes lose sight of how blessed we all are. It's easy to focus on small inconveniences than to keep a healthy perspective on the big picture. How many people wish that they had your Monday morning to wake up to? A job that pays the bills, or even those imperfect coworkers to complain about? An attitude of gratitude is definitely in order every time we wake up to see another day when our alarm clock goes off. I hope this coffee combo has helped to give you a new perspective when it comes to your feelings about Monday mornings. And better yet, I ask that you share this episode with anyone you know who may struggle with their morning routine or with keeping a positive mindset about their work life. By reframing our conversations about the start of our work weeks, we will not only make over our Mondays, but our entire work experience can be transformed. This is Candy Hernandez, and I thank you for listening.